everyone, my name is Ava and welcome to this episode from our series, Small Actions Lead to Big Impacts. Thank you for tuning in. Today, I have the pleasure to be speaking with Karishma Porwal, also known as Make Earth Great Again on Instagram. She is a 23-year-old climate activist living in Toronto, Canada. She enjoys learning about new ways she can improve her low-waste lifestyle. Eager to fight for a better planet, Karishma shares her knowledge through her educational posts. Would you like to begin by talking a little bit about yourself and your journey? Sure. So, okay. I'm a pretty normal 23-year-old woman living about an hour outside of Toronto, Canada. And um, so I can speak my native tongue, Hindi, pretty fluently. Um, I can also speak English, obviously, and I'm learning Spanish at my own pace from a book called Spanish for Dummies at the moment. Um, But, you know... Um, I live with my parents because, you know, like 2020, I was supposed to move out, but then my work became virtual. And so I decided to save on rent and live at home. What else? I have a younger sister. I have a four-year-old Doberman called Zara. Um, In my spare time, I like to do a bunch of gardening in the summer. I do love to travel, but there wasn't much of that this year. Um, Though I did discover lots of new places in my own neighborhood. Um, I also love to go thrift shopping specifically for books. I love to pour through the shelves um, at a good secondhand like bookstore and see what hidden stuff I can find. My favorite animals are whales. I have an upcycled little whale teddy that I sleep with and my sister actually adopted me a whale as a graduation present. Um, A 28 year old humpback whale named Coral um, who I'm super excited about all the time. Um, But yeah, that's, that's kind of me in a nutshell. You seem like a very, very interesting person. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I think we all are. We just all have different interests, you know? Yeah. When and how did you start your low impact lifestyle? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, but I should really start off by saying, um, you know, I'm not perfect in my low impact lifestyle. And I really don't believe that anybody can be like the world that we live in is structured to favor this like hyper capitalist system that puts the environment last in its list of priorities. But yes, before I became more um, like environmentally enlightened, let's say, I was like an everyday person, I was blissfully unaware of my impact on the planet, I'd get excited by things like the sale rack of Forever 21. Um, I'd book trips without even thinking of the impact of getting in a plane. I'd buy things and throw them out without even using them. I wouldn't think twice about where my food was coming from or where my garbage went. And honestly, I was ignorant to, to, to be honest. And then I started getting into some zero waste YouTubers and environmentally aware YouTubers like Shell Bizzle. If you've heard of her, she's incredible. Um, And then I started making small tweaks to my life. Like I started thrifting clothes when I needed them as opposed to buying. I started going to clothing swaps. I started doing very simple things, even just like keeping a list of items on my fridge that were about to expire so I could eat them first um, and avoid some food waste. So for me, it was always like, what is the next step? Um, I started avoiding food going bad in my fridge, but then I was like, hmm when I cut up a broccoli for like a a stir fry or whatever, what do I do with the stem? Like that's still going in the garbage. So I started a compost bin and then, you know, that was a win. Great. One step closer to my food, having less of an impact on the planet. And then I thought, okay, what about the plastic that the broccoli came in? So it's always like about the next step. And then I tried eating more locally, picking up things like eggs and seasonal vegetables from local farmers. And I felt happier. 
I felt like my food routine was starting to become less harmful to the planet. And just like that, I, I applied the same, what is the next step kind of philosophy to my clothes, to the products that I buy, the products that I use. So baby steps are crucial. And I think celebrating every win, even if it's a small one, is crucial. What I'm trying to say is like the one time that you remember to properly separate your waste, give yourself a pat on the back. Like the one time you remember, oh, you know what? I'm going to take my own bags to the grocery store today. Give yourself a pat on the back and remind yourself why you're doing it. And I think that's been the most important thing for me is bringing it back to my why and giving myself a little gold star in my head for every time I do something that I think is making a difference. Yeah, that's a great philosophy. Um, I I 100% agree. And I think starting small, eventually, you know, as the podcast states, starting small leads to bigger things, you know, it all just adds up. So eventually you'll get there. And in the meantime, do what you can. Yeah, exactly. Um, If you could go back to when you started, is there anything you wish you would have known? Um, That's an interesting question. Um, Honestly, it would be the fact that I can go to whatever I, whatever length I can to reduce my environmental impact. But I think one thing that I've come to notice and come to appreciate as I've gotten further on in this journey is that I need to realize the privilege I have in being able to do that. Like if I go back to my example about my food and making my diet more sustainable, I now know that not everyone, for example, has the space in their home for a compost bin. Some people might be working two jobs and simply don't have the time to, you know, get their groceries from the grocery store and then drive separately to a farmer's market to get their local produce or whatever. I have time to do some things. I don't have time to do other things. And it's different for everyone else and everyone else's individual situation in life and their schedule and where they live and what's accessible to them. And so that's why I know now that it's not, that it is just as important to fight for a better system than it is to improve our individual choices. Like it's just as important for me to yap at people to take their own grocery bags to the store as it is for me to demand shouts, like scream at the government to ban plastic bags at the grocery stores and ban their production. Because it's important that we realize that the power in the existing system is really unevenly split. Like large corporations and the governments have disproportionately more power than we do as individuals. And we can amass power if we start doing things together. Um, You might remember that we brought down fast fashion giant Forever 21. They filed for bankruptcy. We brought them to their knees when we all banded together and we said, no, no matter how cheap your clothes are, we can't support your disgusting labor practices. And so we can use that power that we've been given as voters to not only vote, but also directly communicate with companies in this way by not giving them our money directly communicate with them with our words like tweet them email them um, give them verbal feedback at the store and then also directly communicate with our elected officials like why don't I have a city compost collection how can I get one started I actually recently wrote to my city demanding an answer as to why some of these beautiful old trees were cut down on my nearby walking trail like at the end of the day they are accountable to us we elected them into positions and I think that sometimes as citizens, we forget to use that power and we feel a little helpless, but I think the Forever 21 example and so many other examples of us banding together as consumers and citizens, we have the power in numbers to bring corporations and governments to their knees in terms of environmental policies if we care about them and if we demand them. 
Well, that was a great answer. <laughs> um, <laughs> Thank you. What messages do you hope to share through your social media platforms? Um, yeah, so I really just like to spread awareness about different topics. Like I post what I like. I know some people's accounts are focused on sustainable fashion, sustainable farming, even things like sustainable finances. And they're amazing. They're so important. Um, but for me, I share more general environmental contact uh, content. And it could be from like a local brand I've been enjoying to an educational post on anything from like permafrost to micro microplastics. It's really an open space for discussion on the earth and how we can fix her problems. And I haven't found a niche yet per se. And I'm not really sure that I want to like it gives me the freedom to explore whatever topic I want to explore. Um, and in terms of the message, the message that I really like to share is like, Welcome to the life of a climate activist. You absolutely don't have to be perfect to be a part of this movement. You can show up as you are. You can ask your questions. You can criticize me. You can comment. You can DM me. I am not by any means an influencer. In fact, I don't even like that word very much. I'm a content creator on Instagram trying to make more like-minded friends and make the environmental movement more accessible. Um, make it less exclusive and connect people with brands that have a little bit more heart, a little bit more humanity. Um, and if I can achieve that goal, I'll at the end of the day be happy with the work that I'm doing on social. Well, I think you've already done that. Um, what are some of your favorite sustainable daily habits? Yeah, so there are a lot of things that I do every day or products that I use in my everyday life that are now more eco-friendly and more impact than than in past years. Um, but recently, whenever I need something, like recently I wanted to buy my boyfriend a soda stream for his birthday, which is in and of itself more eco-friendly because he loves his like carbonated water. And now he won't be using bottles on bottles of Perrier. But my first instinct, and a lot of people's first instinct, thanks to the way we're like indoctrinated by capitalism is to buy new. Like we're conditioned into thinking that borrowing from someone is absurd, that buying secondhand is absurd, even though that's changing, that like swapping or trading is absurd. And I think we should all fight back and against that mentality. Um, but anyway, I looked for the soda stream on Facebook Marketplace and I've been obsessed with Facebook Marketplace recently. There are even um, there are even small businesses on there. Like they're making, they're selling, they're crafting, like so many good Christmas gift ideas. Um, anyway, it's incredible. So I, I got one on there for a third of the price of a new one. And it was like brand new, inbox, unopened, worked perfectly, um, saved myself some money. And again, like I didn't have to buy new. I didn't have, you know, there were virgin resources going into making a soda stream for, for my boyfriend's birthday present because I got one secondhand that someone else didn't need. And I think that's, that's kind of amazing. And I think we've kind of been conditioned to think that secondhand is gross or secondhand is cheap and tacky. Um, I think it's important to realize that that sort of mentality is inculcated in us by the government and the system that we live in, by corporations that advertise to us. And it is important to consciously break away from that when we can. Um, and also the flip side of that is that I've been selling and giving away things on Facebook Marketplace too. There's actually a dedicated group near me called Garbage Me Not, where people are determined to not throw stuff away and find their waste, a new home where it'll come in use. Like it's, it's awesome. I've given away my clothes from when I was a little girl. I've given away 
um, an air humidifier that I don't use. I even gave away some of my like old university dorm posters that I've like grown out of completely. Like people are looking for stuff and if you can offer it to them for free or in exchange for something you might need, um, there's a whole community of people out there that are into that. Um, and it feels really good to keep stuff out of landfill. So that's what I've been into recently. Do you have any tips for anyone that just started a low impact lifestyle? Yeah, um, there's lots of tips, I think, on Instagram, on blogs and stuff, on social communities. But my first rule of thumb would be to use what you have. You don't have to go out and buy like bamboo cutlery or like a natural loofah. The most sustainable purchases are the ones that you didn't make. So like go wash out those old pasta sauce jars, wear out your old plastic bags before you go and buy like a nice tote bag. There's definitely a sustainability aesthetic on Instagram of having the perfect matching sets of zero waste stuff. And you don't have to live up to that aesthetic. I certainly don't. Um, I sometimes take my juice to school or when I used to go to like university in person, I don't do that anymore. In like a washed out glass bottle of, of like sauce that I washed out and cleaned and I just like filled it up with juice and would take it to school um, just use what you have creatively and and when you buy don't just look at what it's made of or whether it's like a naked product or how much packaging it has this is important for sure but there are deeper things like where was it made was it made locally sometimes the carbon footprint of making something overseas is worse than throwing it away at the end of its life so think about that stuff think about what are the ingredients in it for example, palm oil is horrible for the planet and horrible for our bodies and is sometimes used in these eco-friendly products. And I think we have to think much more deeply past just the waste question when we buy products. Um, and, and those are my two main pieces of advice. Use what you have and be careful of greenwashing and make sure to think beyond just the waste, the waste question. Because I think, and this might be a hot take, but the planet that we're living on now our carbon problem is much worse than our waste problem like global warming waste sucks like waste makes the planet look ugly it puts animals lives in danger it pollutes our environment with plastic all of those things but I think a more immediate threat that we're facing is that of emissions um, and heating right because that's actually going to cause disasters and cause people to become climate refugees so it's something deeper I think that we have to think about and it can be hard as a consumer to do that all the time but when we can to consider emissions as well as waste yeah once again that great answer um thank you I would like to end with a very simple question if our listeners should remember one thing from this podcast what should it be yeah, um, I think that's a great question because there's a lot of information out there on how to start a zero waste lifestyle or how to be more environmentally friendly. But I think what's really important to remember is similar to what I said earlier. Even if you can't do it perfectly, don't stop trying. And most of all, don't stop pressuring companies and governments and demanding change at a system level. So an example that I wanted to bring up was, do you remember when Kylie Jenner stopped paying her workers in Bangladesh. Like so many people inundated her posts on Instagram. They were like commenting on her pictures being like, this is great, but pay your workers, girl. Like, what are you doing? And so it got so bad that she had to turn off her comments and she lost followers. And for someone whose entire income and like reputation is based on how many fans and followers she has, 
she's sure as hell gonna pay her workers if we threaten to unfollow her and that's what I, what I was saying earlier like we have power in numbers and like never stop speaking out email your companies um email your favorite brands email your elected officials I actually once emailed Shoppers Drug Mart which is a major major Canadian um drugstore and pharmacy kind of like Rexall um and I, I basically emailed them saying that I just completed my first skincare purchase with them in years because they started carrying a sustainable ethical skincare brand that I've been following for a long time called Coco Kind. Um, and I said, you know, I said, I really appreciate that you guys have started stocking more sustainable brands and maybe I'll consider becoming a shopper again. Um, so send them positive feedback too and keep speaking up all the time at the dinner table, live by example, like bring it up at parties with family and friends. People often get inspired by people that are close to them and they can change their own way of life. And I've seen it happen in my life too. So never stop um, speaking out about what you're doing because doing it in private is great, but doing it publicly is even better. Um, and lastly, stay positive because no matter how negative things might seem, um, you might feel like we're never going to get out of this mess, but like giving up and thinking pessimistically has really no effect. Like it changes nothing. And I think I need to take this advice myself sometimes because sometimes I can get really bleak when it comes to the future of this planet, but there is no point ble being bleak. There's no point being bleak. It's good for no one. So I choose to keep on keeping on where I can um, and see the bright side of things. Thank you to all my listeners and a big thank you to Karishma Portal. Make sure to check her out on Instagram at Make Earth Great Again. Stay tuned for our next episode in our new series, Small Actions Lead to Big Impacts. Thank you and have a wonderful day.